Another day and another day under quarantine. Yeah, hello, welcome back to the reality circus. It seems as though every single day we slip a little bit closer to the authoritarian regime. I know it sounds like I'm exaggerating, but I'm really not. If you look outside or try to go outside, you'll have a bunch of people reporting you to the authorities, or if you're lucky enough to actually run into the authorities themselves, they'll approach you with an entire mask over their face and fine you at least $250 or point a gun to your forehead and tell you to get your ass back in the living room where you belong. I'm really not exaggerating every time I mention the slight chance that we might totally end up in a cyberpunk technological dystopia. But every single podcast that I have done has enveloped that notion, and I don't want to have this thing just basically be a semi-conspiracy, macaroni, phone ringing during the podcast type of situation. And I need your advice, first of all. Do you guys like these podcasts without music in the intro or with music? I feel like everybody enjoys my buttery pastry ass croissant of a voice, and I don't want to interrupt, you know, the continuous binge watching and playlist playthroughs if there's a giant throbbing, you know what? 80 synth track opening up every single podcast and you know it can get kind of obnoxious repetition's a fun thing most of the time but it only is fun during pop music on a lit night some in some dingy club where everybody's sloppily laying on top of each other on the dance floor but you best better believe that ain't gonna happen right now because someone might catch the macaroni there's this one subject that has been brought up to me a few times and uh, let's just say pettily insulted me with too. It's the idea of, I'm not like the other girls. This is a common saying that's like kind of floating around within the internet landscape. You'll see a lot of girls post Instagram stories or you know these little memes where they're like, you know, I like to make my chicken McNuggets in the microwave instead of heating them up in the frying pan. I'm just not like the other girls, or rather, uh, most girls, they like to spend their nights at Studio 69 pulling chads and brads off of Tinder, and I just stay home watching anime. I'm just not like the other girls. And, you know... I don't think there's that much of a problem with it. It's just another petty thing that we get worked up over. But it's more, I'm more interested in the concept of the I'm not like the other girls phenomenon, aka it's more of like a reach for uniqueness, a, a, a reach for independence, a reach for being different from the others around you. And if there's anybody that can speak on this subject, it's definitely the Dalai Lama and also me, your multidimensional flip lord, Pierre XO. The idea of being different, I believe, is being praised more and more as the days go on. Uh, ever since we started breaching into this internet culture, everything has been leaning more towards in independent thought, or let's just say, um, an importance on uniqueness. However, because things end up the opposite of what we would like as humans, the more people that they think that they're unique, the more similar they are to others. So it's like, you're unique, just like everyone else. 
And me personally, I've always felt very, very different from others. And half of the time, it actually was intentional. I purposely isolated myself and I purposely separated myself, whether that be through interest, physical appearance, and other things of that matter from the people around me. I don't know exactly why this was. Perhaps I just really wanted to be different. Perhaps I needed the attention. Perhaps I wanted to be seen. But also, the other half was just inherently a lot different. And it's not necessarily even a good thing, because most of the time, when you're inherently different, that also includes social awkwardness, cringiness, and um, a lot of other things that would not allow you to fit in and cope well with the community that surrounds you, especially during childhood and when you grow up. Being different isn't exactly the best thing, especially when you're a lot younger. Perhaps in adolescence, perhaps in early adulthood, and perhaps adulthood, it's probably a bit more appreciated to be separated and different. But in the end, you'll run into a lot of people around you that will try to hammer you back down to where they belong. Because in order to be independent and different and unique, you have to have some type of courage. Because most people don't have that courage, so if they see somebody that is purposely expressing themselves in a different manner from those around them, they will, they will find a way to take their metaphorical hammer and slam you, and not even in the good way, you know what I mean? So... The phenomenon of the I'm not like other girls situation is basically just a reach, not necessarily for attention, but for a form of independence because it mostly directs and targets uh, girls of young adolescence for, you know, 15, 16, 17 years old. But in the end, it actually doesn't really matter what age you are because people that are even, you know, 35 and 40, they would like to think that their thought patterns are much different than the others around them and that they know better. So in a sense, people that are even older are still thinking in that same frame of thought of I'm not like the other girls because I believe the Democrats and the Republicans and the conservatives and the liberals and the political polyga 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 polyga. Anytime I hear politics nowadays, I just hear polyga 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 it's just talking in circles mostly. And the thing is, they think that they're being independent of thought when they're speaking about the same exact thing that thousands of others are saying at the same time. Now, is it true independence? Is it true uniqueness? Well, I guess it really does depend on the context of where they're from. Say, for example, if like I'm out here in the Czech Republic and I sure as hell can tell you that people are not really listening to R&B as a mainstream form of music, or as I like to say, R-B-N-B. For some reason, every time I mention that beautiful genre of music, I say R-B-N-B. I don't know why that is. Perhaps branding has brainwashed me to the point where my subconscious is actually stating a startup app on your phone where you can rent people's houses for days at a time. So in that case, in that context, you definitely are unique and different. Uh, I like our Airbnb and I'm in the Czech Republic and no one is really listening to that in their free time out here. Correct me if I'm wrong. If anybody is, then let me know. But it, it really does depend on the context that you're at. Now, the problem with this, I'm not like these other girls type of things is that when these girls think that they're not like the other girls, are they intentionally placing themselves differently from those around them? And are they specifically choosing their interests in the way that they're representing themselves just so they can be contrarian and different from the others? And you would be lying to yourself if that were the case because you would be just liking things just because it makes you feel different. I know this because I used to do this when I was a lot younger. But 
in the end, I definitely did have stuff that I genuinely enjoyed, but it oftentimes went a little too far because I just wanted to disagree for the sake of disagreeing, especially as a teenager and you're a lot younger, you just want to say, fuck the system and just do your own thing for most of the time. So it was just my way of saying, you know, a subtle or overt fuck this, I'm doing whatever I want beneath the surface. But at the same time, I was denying the stuff that I genuinely enjoyed. And I believe that this is the same philosophy as where a lot of hipsters lie on. To be honest, a lot of the stuff that hipsters say that they enjoy, maybe they do like it, or they just learn to like it. Because half of the time, I think they choose their interests just based on the fact that it's not mainstream. I mean, everyone knows this. I mean, like just movements such as like the IPA beer thing. You know, I don't really see IPA out here in the Czech Republic, thank God. But every bar that I went to back in Southern California, it became such a trendy thing to drink beer that tastes like grass. Look, if I wanted my beer to taste like grass, what I would do is grind up a bunch of grass from the ground, put it in a shot, and then sell it for five to six dollars. Oh, wait a minute. That's called wheatgrass shots. Never mind. It looks like people already did that. But you get you get what I'm trying to say is hipsters generally just like stuff for the sake of being contrarian and they'll refuse anything or be refuse to be open to things that are considered mainstream. And now they're basically framing and bubbling themselves in a really narrow frame of view, which is actually why I don't think I get along with hipsters as much as I don't get along with the average bank teller. I know I'm, I'm closer friends with a, a, an entrepreneur business dude than I am actually with an actual hipster guy. I mean, it, it, I, regardless of the labels, generalizations and labels just make sociolo- sociology a lot easier, okay? So I know that there are exceptions to everything because I am the biggest exception ever. I am really not like other girls. You come to a point in your development where you realize that, okay, I want to be different and I want to be unique, but it has to come naturally. Your uniqueness and your independence and your differentness from others should come as just a natural byproduct of you doing the things that you like, you dressing the way that you want to, you being who you really are, regardless of what others are. Not you are who you are because that's the opposite of others. But here's the thing, when you're when you're being raised and you're growing up, that's the only way you can find out is that if you, for a while, you start trying to like what everyone else is like and then after that, you're like, okay, I'm just going to like the opposite of what everyone else likes. And then from there, you just kind of like, you know what? Like, I, why the hell? I, lo- I love Gucci Mane. And here's the thing. Everyone out here is listening to hipster music, but I like dumb SoundCloud rap. I'm going to end up enjoying SoundCloud rap regardless of what they think. Now, the problem with this is that this type of approach to being unique, it should come naturally. And once you can truly center yourself to like and enjoy things and express yourself in a way that's truly independent to you, the more you do that, the more unique you'll genuinely be. However, the more genuine you are with who you really are, the less of a group you'll fit into. And perhaps that's what you want. Perhaps you really don't want to fit into all of these other groups and that's totally fine. But just know that say for example, um, in my case, I love SoundCloud rap. It's fucking amazing. However, I love uh, post rock and I love neoclassical music like Olafur Arnold's and Niels Fromm and stuff. 
to find somebody who enjoys the two is <laughs> really difficult. If I go to a concert that plays neoclassical music, um, I highly recommend you guys search Oliver Arnold's. It's really poetic, really emotional, melancholic stuff. And if I go to a concert or a place that would play that music, chances are I'll put a little pump on and no one's going to be fucking hitting woes on the damn concert hall, you know what I mean? So you'll always feel a little different depending on where you're at. And God forbid I go to a little pump concert and play Oliver Arnold's because I'll get a goddamn... Uh, 14 karat fake gold grill shoved into my eyeball, you know, and that's not exactly a place I want to be. And I found this in a lot of other elements of my life too. For example, uh, the way that I dress, I wear makeup as a dude. I mean, how how much more can you isolate yourself from men and and men and women combined or just groups in general and dressing the way that I do and say, for example, I genuinely like skateboarding. I skateboarded in, since I was nine, nine years old. I almost said nine o'clock. God damn, this quarantine's making me lose my track of time. But dressing the way that I did and doing what I did, uh, going to skate parks, looking the way that I did. I didn't necessarily belong there. And it's not even like I wanted to fit in necessarily. I don't want to fit in. However, there, it also brewed up a lot of passive aggressive, you know, Hawkeyes towards me and I would be treated a little more aggressively in that, that manner. So it, say, for example, if you really aren't like the other girls, you would know due to the amount of, let's just say, adversity and aggressiveness that might come your way on a day-to-day manner no matter where you're at you'll because no one naturally are no one's naturally open to treating others who are different nicely sometimes they are sometimes they are and most of the time people are kind of nice but you can definitely feel a, a sense of aggression in the air if a part of you genuinely is fairly different now with that being said everybody claims that they are different. Everybody claims that they're unique, you know, and everybody wants to believe that they are. And the, the, the truth is, most of the time they're not. And who am I to judge if they're different or not? But genuinely, and if you have to claim out loud that you're not that different, or you are that different, then you probably really aren't. And the, the reason why this, this kind of dissonance occurs is that I just, I just feel like a lot of humans and people have lost objectivity in a lot of ways where we would like to just view things from our subjective emotional standpoint of the world. I've had a lot of experience with this, especially in the public eye, in terms of uh, being exposed to the subjective emotional nature of human beings overall. But here's the thing, emotions make up why humanity is so special. The fact that we can feel emotions. But in my opinion, I look at emotions as, a, as like a, a racehorse. Bear with me. Emotions are like a racehorse with different temperaments. There's many kinds of horses out there and they have their own personalities. Some horses buck wilder and run faster than others. And some are just super okay with chilling. They would never race. And some and everybody has their own racehorse. And some of them are crazier than others. And it's just a matter of taking that horse, recognizing what it can do, and appropriately racing it on the racetrack and not allowing it to buck you off or to race it in other settings. And the reason why I say that is because that's the emotional nature of human beings. And that's how we generally operate on our racehorse, holding our emotions and figuring out where to go. But we're so used 
to being on top of the horse that we don't know what it's like to walk anymore. Some people are constantly on their emotional racehorse and they don't know how to get off. And if they do get off, they rarely know how to walk or how to operate. And, and that's how I view objectivity. Objectivity is, is like getting off the emotional racehorse. You're not necessarily getting rid of your horse. You're just off of it and you get to look at your horse from a distance, therefore getting a better perspective and a better understanding of your emotional racehorse. Does that make sense? <laughs> I hope it does. And oftentimes when we say something like, I'm not like the other girls, and I'm not like, oh, there's people don't understand me. We're, we're really deeply seated onto the horse and we don't have a 360 view of the situation. We don't see the horse from a further distance. We only see the horse when we're on it, when it's still moving and we're still trying to hold onto the reins for dear life and we're trying to figure out how to control the thing. But in order to get a better understanding of your emotions, you have to back away from it. And when you say, I'm not like the other girls, there's probably, you're probably watch saying that from the lens of an emotion that you really would f need to fulfill, a void that you have to kind of like figure out in one way or another. With that being said though, once you can be objective and be detached, get off the racehorse and look at the situation, then you can determine, are you really not like the other girls or not? Because now, you remove your emo the emotional element from the situation because generally if you say that i want to i'm not like the other girls you just want to feel the emotion of special but if you take a step back and you look at the situation i'm not like the other girls you get to finally see if you really are or not and once you can develop that objective lens on how to view life then you get a better understanding of yourself and the whole world around you and sometimes when you're like that you might realize that either you're exactly like all the other girls or you're really similar to the other people's beliefs around you or you genuinely have parts of you that are different and it's really hard to fit in. Now we could, we could bring up certain aspects of this that would make you genuinely different from others and uh, you can go from race, uh, I mean ethnicity along the same lines, class, money, uh, whatever else, stuff that you're kind of somewhat born with, or, you know, it can be a little pettier in terms of like tastes and, and stuff that you like and your opinions and your political social belonging of uh, whatever notion that you would like to believe in. Now, it's fascinating because in the time that we live in, we, we like to place independence and uniqueness on a pedestal, but what happens is that instead of being uh, instead of sharing one giant collective vision for example a country would just have an entire culture that everyone views i think places like the united states were kind of fracturing the entire umbrella into tiny other umbrellas of categories where in our sense of not being like the other girls we're just splitting the categories even smaller and finding other girls who don't feel like they're like the other girls which actually makes you exactly like the other girls within your little umbrella you got a migraine yet <laughs> it's a little confusing but Independence is extremely hard to find and its true uniqueness is really difficult to find as a human being because no matter how different you might think you are, you'll find a lot of others that are really similar to you. So I'm sorry, he ain't that special. <laughs> Neither am I. 
and neither are you. And perhaps being special isn't exactly the most important thing. You know, for someone who has felt so different all their life and just found a way to thoroughly express it outwardly, I, th- I truly value independence and uniqueness and I don't know if I could live my life the same way if I knew that I was exactly the same as everyone else. But I think what's more important than uniqueness is honesty, authenticity, and unification. Because when you're honest and you're genuine, the uniqueness just comes with it. You know, when you're being fake and you're trying to put on a mask, you're lying, not only to yourself, but everyone around you. And oftentimes people put on the mask and they lie to each other so that they can fit into a certain degree of what the social norm is. And to be truly authentic and honest, you're already separating yourself from the others around you. So in the end, the way, the route to becoming not like the other girls, if you're even interested in that, is to become honest and genuine. And the second part to that is unification. The more unique and independent you are, the more you strive away from unification. And it doesn't matter who you are, any human being is built to be a social animal, a social creature that needs to feel some sort of belonging and to feel like there are others who relate and understand you as a person and your struggles. Because there's nothing more painful than feeling completely isolated and that nobody shares the same emotions, opinions, and feelings as you. And the more unique and independent you try to push yourself, the further isolated you will be and the less people you will find that can thoroughly relate to your situation. So as important as uniqueness really is, I think there should be a bigger value on something known as community and unification overall. Because when we can all come together and share the same thoughts and hopefully have our morals aligned enough, That's where true change and true impact really comes from, is when we can find a lot of other people that can relate to us genuinely, and that way we have strength in numbers. And through strength in numbers, pretty much anything is possible. Now it's just a matter of where your morals align, but that's an entirely different discussion. (laughs) Wow, this entire video went from I'm not like to the other girls to this entire philosophical exploration of life and existence itself, but that's what I do here as the multidimensional flip lord, Pierre XO. Thank you for joining another Reality Circus podcast. So again, comment below of what you think this whole I'm not like other girls situation is like. And let me know if you like the intro uh, without the music. Do you guys prefer music at the beginning of the video or not? I'm definitely going to put the video edited part there. So just the visuals will be there. Otherwise, you just got my croissant pastry buttery ass voice and my pretty little face. But then though. Thanks for joining me, PRXO, on another Reality Circus podcast. Every Sunday, I actually do live streams discussing similar topics right on YouTube around 7 p.m. CET, as well as casual live streams on unod.com. Thank you to every Patreon supporter. It absolutely means a lot. And if you're interested in other podcasts, go ahead and check out this playlist here, as well as the highly edited videos as well. That being said, but then though.